0: Hello, this is Enough Said, the podcast for mental health from a mental health charity, Independent Newham Users Forum. You can find out more about iNUF via our website www.inuf.org. Enough is a registered charity that supports activities, events and services for newham-based residents who've been previously diagnosed with a mental health condition. We're open five days a week, and we provide advocacy services, advice, training, and guidance, volunteer experiences, as well as workshop activities, to help improve and support people's mental health recovery strategies. You can also follow us on Twitter via at i n u f underscore t h e c h a r i t y. That's at enough underscore for charity. Today we are going to be talking about workshops and in particular workshop facilitators. So we are introducing our new guest today, Rakesh Rishi.
1: Hello everybody, my name is Rakesh and um, I'm a facilitator of a men's group here at Enough. I've been here for about 10 years now uh, as a service user and when the services were reduced um, I volunteered to run the men's group on a Monday
0: we'll talk more about it in just a moment okay. um, we're also here with Michael Ahan hi and our controller uh, at MKH Inc good day Okay, so um, today we, you've heard a little bit of an introduction to uh, Rakesh but we're going to find out a little bit more about Rakesh so um, Rakesh we understand that you have been with the charity Independent New Amusers Forum but I'd like to ask you what was the first workshop you ever th- turned up to
1: uh, the first workshop I ever turned up to was a Tai Chi workshop many years ago. What was that when like? I've, I've just opened up. It was a it was a Tai Chi um, workshop by drummed by Tony Felix, um, and it will just basically show people how to um, do Tai Chi.
0: What got you interested into Tai Chi in the first place?
1: Um, it was just something I was looking to do in terms of exercise, and um, ju- just keep busy with my time really.
0: Okay. Was the Tai Chi something that you had to uh, practice, pay for, or did you, fi- the how the did you find out The services were
1: free, and I came through Day Opportunities, who we were actually running the workshop at the time. Mm. Um, unfortunately, as of now, that Day Opportunities has reduced their services, and I, Does uh,
0: Day Opportunities still exist? It... I don't know. I think Day Opportunities staff may still be working in Newham but the day opportunities the service outreach the, the service, service reduced, it yeah. may have been reduced because of uh, budget cuts that probably yeah. in 2012 or 2014 Newham. I think mm-hmm. not blaming the conservative government but that is a big uh, dip in the pool yeah. for them but um, uh, but day opportunities had another workshop they had a men's group didn't they
1: yes they did which was running at Durning Hall for a long time Okay, but unfortunately due to the cutbacks um, the service was, was reduced and then stopped um, at what point? At what point I um, offered to take over and run the workshop?
0: So you wanted to keep the men's group going after Durning Hall?
1: Yes, we had a meeting and um, we all agreed that we want to keep it going. Who had the meeting? It was uh, myself with the other eight members of the group down in Durning Hall about five years ago now. Did and you think we that was? Voted for it to carry on. Yeah, and when we were offered a space, a room a, enough. Mm. Um, I took the opportunity to explain that to the service users mm. and I was happy to facilitate it being an open session.
0: Before you, went, before you came to think what did you think was the first challenge for you uh, when you wanted to continue the men's group when you found out it was no longer going to be run by uh, day opportunities? What was the first challenge?
1: Um, just making sure there was a turnout really, that people were comfortable with coming on the day that I had suggested at the time. Mm. And that they wanted to continue using that service as a self-facilitated service.
0: And what were your options when it came to looking for other spaces where you could run a men's group?
1: Um, It was ideal because enough is the perfect location in terms of room. Uh, I was allowed to use on a pro bono basis. Um, And being other service users, being around all the time, um, that were... In need of that service other than the men's group members had already been coming. It kind of joined together yeah. and um, it gave a lot more people coming as well. So the numbers were up as well.
0: Where were the men's group coming from? Which kind of areas or boroughs?
1: Um, just locally straight from Stratford and around the borough. Um, of Newham? Of Newham, yeah. Okay. yeah.
0: So could you talk me through what a typical men's group day is like?
1: Okay. Um, session. Twelve to one on a Monday. Um, basically, we, guys from all ages, all groups, all backgrounds, <clears throat> who just Good. come and sit together, uh, share their mental health experiences, um, and just to be with each other, knowing that they've got the same problems, in a supportive environment, kind of. Um, I try and do workshops, like people coming in, having uh, giving presentations and things. Um, which they really like. Also, We also go out to places like uh, cafes and restaurants locally that we can um, just have a day out with sometimes.
0: So you mentioned presentations. What type of presentations take place in the men's group?
1: Um, okay, we, I try and invite people that are you know, relevant to the mental health um, theme of Enough. Um, so people coming in, doing health promotion talks, Um, just general um, health and safety and um, money advice that uh, they might find supportive um, and uh, anything that's um, within our budget to uh, uh, accommodate basically
0: tell me more about the money advice workshop what was that like
1: um, it was just the um, workshop coming in, uh, having given advice by the Money Advice Service, and just passing the uh, information on to the service users, uh, informing them that the service is there for them to engage with and to.
0: So tell me, what did you learn in particular from being on a Money Advice Workshop,
1: Rakesh? It was just how to management management um, information that I could pass forward to other service users, and uh, we were given a welcome pack and. Um, other literature that we could um, then share with other service users and me being a so, uh, facilitator for the men's group hmm. um, I was able to discuss it with the group and just pass on information that they might found useful or supportive comments that they're knowing that the FCA uh, Financial Conduct Authority was there to support them in their budgets budget planning and money basic management
0: So I'd just like to bring in somebody to find out uh, a bit more about how workshops uh, take place. Uh, Michael, have you ever taken part in the Enough Men's Workshop or Men's Workshops before?
1: Not in a Men's one, but I've done other ones when they've had workshops here.
0: And what do you think about the idea of professionals coming in from the outside and delivering... Activities and courses as part of a presentation inside a workshop.
1: Um, it's okay as long as it ain't too business done in too business of a way. How so everyone it? can understand. Could you? They can because they got all this jargon they've got, yeah. you can be you're completely lost with jargon. Okay. What what might be normal for them in everyday? Yeah, it's like sort of so, like someone was talking about stocks and they go oh but the balls are up but this you're going what what are you talking about i don't know what you what mm-hmm. you mean okay it's, it's good if they can do it on that every day on a level every day sort of terms
0: okay i mean rakesh do you find that can be an issue sometimes that uh removing the jargon making things easy to understand for the different types of backgrounds of Definitely, people. Definitely, I think the more
1: easier the information is to come across yeah. and understand, the more beneficial it is for our service users, Yeah, uh, obviously complexity is an issue that everyone knows about and uh, if it, was, it is to be made simple yeah. and summarised, uh, people take that on board a lot more I think.
0: I mean as a workshop facilitator because you are um, DBS checked and you are working with vulnerable adults I mean, what are the complex issues that you face when you run a workshop? I mean, I mean, language, for example, must be one of them.
1: Trying and keeping it simple is probably the best thing I could say that for that question. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to come across as being too complicated or saying making two things long-winded, mm. basically supportive, short comments, statements mm. to, the, to the service users, the men that come. Yeah, you know, just encouragement and mm-hmm. um,
0: how important is continuity to a workshop in terms of uh, the people who participate knowing this thing's happening on Mondays 12 to 1, and that's my thing now. Okay, my
1: turnout has been good. Um, I'm getting about 10 people coming here every week, yeah. Uh, we have uh Feedback meetings every eight months to a year. Mm. So basically, it's a service user led event. They tell us what that we they want to do with the session, okay. and then it's down to me to arrange that for it to, to put into an action plan and present it to a manager. Sure.
0: Yeah. And do you find that um, if the workshop wasn't being run, where do you think these members or participants
1: would be going instead? Um. Some of them, you know, would be isolated and, you know, worse off, I would believe, because, you know, there's not many other services for them in the borough. Mm. Um, It is a free service and, you know, they give me good feedback when we have meetings and things. Mm. So I know it's a positive uh, kind of workshop for them to be attending.
0: I mean, in what ways do you see uh, fit? The, the participants being worse off if a men's group was taken away from them
1: um, it's just basically isolation and you know loneliness which creeps in mm. um, being in a, an inclusive environment as there isn't enough um, we're all together we can all understand problems mm. you know how people have problems and that everyone is affected differently but it's a, it's a supportive environment that you know I think a lot of them find you know they're comfortable with talking about problems and issues and just being mm. together
0: and as a workshop facilitator of the men's group uh what would you say is the most exciting or adventurous thing that you've done as a group together
1: i mean we had numerous things outside of enough um, i mean there was budget limit restrictions and obviously um financial implications of the people that coming because they're on benefits and or
0: a low to no budget yeah,
1: yeah. so um we do things locally you know going to cafes just for the end of the year mm. just having a sit down and having a something to eat mm. um what's within our budget allocated by enough um
0: so part of the men's group isn't just about turning up at if a chaos but it's about exploring bits of newham as well as
1: well yeah yeah okay. we do, we try and bring as much variation into it whoever i can come in to do a talk for example mm. or if we can go somewhere locally you know just to break it up and um do something different. Um, I've actually got a lady doing some exercises at the moment for people who are quite, for the older members of the group. Um, so it's basically just seated doing um, stretching and exercise, mm. which has been really positive in the feedback. Okay. So
0: now you are a workshop facilitator for the men's group, but it's not the only workshop that you facilitated or any others? Um, you can I facilitate
1: the fitness sessions at the Atherton Leisure Centre every Thursday. And what happens there? Um, it's basically go at your own pace. So I, I encourage people to keep fit, keep healthy, um, and do what they find um, suitable for them, and not try to impose any um, any impose any um, rules, rules or. Mm-hmm.
0: So what are some of the basics that um, we, maybe some of the listeners or even myself could know or learn about when it comes to keeping fit
1: and staying healthy? Um, Your medication, obviously some of the times that has side effects, um, putting on weight, Um, Mm -hmm. keeping healthy is a good thing to do, but when you know, just to keep your body healthy and staying active and being physically, you know, fit.
0: Um, so it's, it's important with, to pay attention to what you're putting into your body, so what you get out of your body. Yes, as well it's yeah, working yeah. for you.
1: So everybody just comes and they does do exercises at their own pace. Mm. Uh, it's not no one's being forced to do anything to a, a regime or anything. Mm. Yeah. So.
0: And what kind of support uh, is it? Atherton Leisure Centre that you. Atherton Leisure Centre. And uh, what kind of support do they give you when you bring the workshop group to them?
1: Um, everyone gets an induction, basically shown around the gym, Okay. Uh, it's not very difficult, it's, there's equipment there, it's air conditioned mm. and there's people on hand if you want to take ask to take advice. Um, it's like it, we go in an environment that we can support each other as well. Mm. So if there's like three or four or five of us, mm. it, it's nicer to be in that sort of a group because you know there's other people doing it as well mm-hmm. and you know there's other people in the gym, members mm. of the public as well. So. It's in it's a friendly kind of, you know, mm. support or environment kind of. Mm.
0: And uh, a question I'd like to ask you, because you've probably attended workshops, now you've, run, you've been running a workshop. What would you say you've learned from running a workshop that's different from just merely taking part?
1: Um, it's not the more planning and needing to be involved. Yeah. Um, knowing what to do each week, how to keep people, you know... Um, in variation of different things, not repeating the same thing over again and again. Hmm. Um, what I can afford in terms of my budget as well. People and people in that um, available to do things that are a price that I'm not going to afford to um, hmm. handle. I mean, there are services that do things, but obviously we have to, you know, appeal to others as well to. Hmm. For a concessionary rate or a taste of workshop. Yeah, yeah. Is
0: that because you might have be working with people who wouldn't normally pay for these type of Uh, services outside of enough?
1: Yeah, because a lot of them are on benefits, so Mm. you know there are financial constraints that everyone has being in the situation they're in as well. Mm. So what we try to offer them is the best we can afford to give them, basically.
0: Mm. I mean where would you uh, send people if they needed benefits advice as part of the group if they're having
1: difficulties maintaining let's say the minimum rate of what's required um, any issues like that um, we have an advocacy service based here on a Monday and Tuesday so Andrew always up for hel- helping people with advice who's Andrew? Andrew Gray uh, he's the advocate based here uh, he's also a coach for the football team so he's involved in supporting our service users with um, information, guidance um, mm-hmm. tribunals, medicals mm-hmm. um, just general filling in forms Anything, any problems it's like go to Andrew and he, he'll be able to solve the the issue or the problem or shine some light on the issue that you might be facing with benefits or any other issues you may have cool. and, um, yeah.
0: So you said that you multitask as well doing two workshops uh, you said that Andrew runs a workshop as well, the football team, how, how does that
1: work? Um, it's just basically every Tuesday over Mm. at West Ham Park Mm. Um, it's about eight, nine of us in the team at the moment, we've called the Enough Wanderers and um, we basically just go through our training practice exercises and um, running, keeping fit um, and and where do you where, in, where do you do this? Uh, this is in West Ham Park in Stratford.
0: Okay. And do you guys ever get to play in any big tournaments or anything like that?
1: Yeah, we've been involved. We've actually won one tournament in nineteen two uh, two thousand and five. It was a it was a win at um, Cambridge unit, Cambridge. Um, um, we also just joined another league which we're second in at the moment in South London So Greenwich. it's about
0: time to put another trophy in that cabinet
1: Hopefully, yeah yeah. Um, what stage is enough Wanderers at at the moment? Um, we're playing two different leagues so we're playing in one in uh, Uxbridge mm. it's called the PMA League Positive Mental Attitude League and um, every couple of months they have some matches there okay. um, we're currently second in that league as well so um, we're not doing too badly, but uh, we're also in the um, South London Special League, which is a disability league, mm. uh, in which we're the highest group of ability. So could you say that last one again please? The South London South London Special League, Okay. and um, basically we just played about 3 or 4 games, 12 minutes each side, and um, at the end of which our scores are calculated and there's often made presentations and um, okay. encouragement given at the end. Cool. So yeah, it's been really good.
0: So if you was to say in a nutshell uh, what it is that you get out of being a workshop facilitator as opposed to somebody who just attends workshops, what would be the two or three things you could say about that? Um,
1: it's, um, it's a satisfying position knowing that you're helping people doing things and supporting them as well. Hmm. Um, as well as my uh, own um, abilities and um, experience you know just try giving me that chance to you know hmm. put something on my CV as well Yeah. in terms of employment as well in the future looking ahead
0: okay so it's a work experience tick box as well, as
1: well yes definitely
0: okay, yeah. okay. so um before we go, uh, Rakesh, could you tell listeners what would they have to do if they were thinking about attending a workshop and wanting to join enough services?
1: Um, Basically, it's for anyone. Um, Don't feel that it's something you have to do or be forced into doing. If it's there and you find it supportive, then come along. There's it's no problems. You know, it's, it's up to you. Um, it's very user-led as well because they're asking you all the time the facilitators that like what do you want to do in the group how would you like this group to progress and um, asking questions like that so sort of, um, you know if I said please was just to come along and just see how it goes for you because um, a lot of people have different levels of problems they have and um, if you find it helpful for you you know you just keep coming along and um, be encouraged by it kind of
0: cool Thank you very much for talking Rakesh. We really appreciate your time. And if you'd like to know more about how to attend any of Enough's workshops, feel free to visit our website www.inuf.org or you can make a telephone inquiry at 02085342488. That's 02085342488 and ask for details of a membership application form. Uh, our offices are based in Ithaca House 27 Romford Road Stratford London E15 4LJ or you can follow us on Twitter via at INUF underscore T-H-E C-H-A-R-I-T-Y that's at unders- at enough underscore the charity uh, so thank you for talking Rakesh thank you for having me uh, thank you Mike Wayhan. Yeah, bye and thank you MKH Inc. Thank you. Uh, you've been listening to myself as well, and uh, I'm Trevor Jones, and that has been enough said. Thank you for listening, and don't forget to subscribe. Over and out.